Listener, beware! You gave us the scares! Hello! And welcome to Say Podcast and Die, the mini-sode. I'm Alyssa. I'm Andy. We are here this week to talk to you about how the critical community has received Goosebumps books over the years. That's right. We are going to the real critics. Deep into the Amazon review section (laughs) in order to find out what readers have had to say about some of the classic Goosebumps books over the years. That's right. This is a real window into the people's hearts. Yeah. We only got through the first six and we are going to have future segments delving into the wealth of treasure that resides in the Amazon reviews of Goosebumps books. And treasure it is. So let's start with Welcome to Dead House. I just want to say first off the bat, there was a general trend I noticed. There were a lot of one-star reviews from people who were irate that they received one book rather than a set of books, (laughs) even though it just said Welcome to Dead House. Someone was also angry that they got a math book instead of this book, which I understand being mad about. Yeah, can you imagine? But was that maybe someone whose parents were like, oh, this is the book you wanted, right? (laughs) Don't you appreciate it? Yeah, and as with any Amazon page, there are always tons of people who are reviewing the seller rather than the product. One thing I noticed is that everyone buys these for their grandkids. Oh, yes. That brings me, in fact, to my first review. Yeah. One out of five stars. (laughs) Terrible, with three exclamation points. A child in my grandson's class at school suggested Goosebump books to him. At his request, I checked out book number one from the library for our weekly reading time. The title of the book sent up somewhat of a, in quotes, red flag, but I thought it was probably just a silly title. Through the first few chapters, I kept thinking that everything was going to end up being a child's imagination creating scary things. (laughs) I mean, we're all somebody's children. Are all (laughs) somebody's child? That's true. The last few chapters revealed the real story, and it was the most ghoulish story. Literally. Yeah. It's about ghouls. Literally. I can't imagine anyone writing a story like that for children! Three exclamation points. Even after having read it, you can't imagine someone (laughs) doing that? There will be, in caps, no more reading Goosebump books by this grandmother. Five exclamation points. She got it from the library. Why is she reviewing it on Amazon? I don't know. (laughs) R.L. Stein, you lost a reader. That's right. Well, so I have two more for Welcome to Dead House, so they're both very short. Go for it. The first one, one out of five stars. The subject line, one star. (laughs) This is the review in its entirety. Awesome. Yeah. (laughs) I agree. Unexpected, huh? Yeah, counterpoint. Awesome. (laughs) One out of five stars. Subject, baddest book. This is the review. Baddest book ever read. I don't know if that's a compliment or an insult. I know, right? It could be either. Yeah. Well, are you interested in some Stay Out of the Basement? I'm so interested. Melvin H. Wilson Jr. gave it four out of five stars. Subject line, I enjoyed reading this novel. <laughs> now, I want to ask you, Alyssa, after hearing this, if you think Melvin H. Wilson Jr. is an adult or a child. An adult. Well, let me read you the review. Being an adult, I enjoyed reading this novel. <laughs> Called it. I think that if you are an adult, you don't say, being an adult, I enjoyed reading this novel. There were plenty of people who specified what age they were. That... Alyssa, in these reviews. do you think that the age people say they are on the internet tells you anything about their age? Fair enough. Victoria Denning threw down some, some boundary lines over who the audience of these books can be. In Victoria's review, which is titled Five Stars, good book for either girls or boys. <laughs> so I guess it wasn't a good book for Andes no. or other non-binary people. Shit, we got to rethink the premise of this podcast. <laughs> I mean, at least the first book. And then Redstone Gamer 722. Amazing. This book is great, especially for people who like horror movies. 
I am scared of the dark and it didn't harm me at all. <laughs> this is a great book and I recommend it to you. Andy, did you write that one? Uh, yes. <laughs> no Andys were harmed in the reading of this book. <laughs> all right. Monster Blood. See? One out of five stars. Boring. <laughs> I started to read this and I was sure that this would be scary. I fell asleep. This wasn't scary enough to scare anyone. How can Arl Stein do this bad job? He's a good author, but this Goosebumps series is ruining him. If you want to read this, go ahead, but never buy this book. Well, that was an incorrect prediction that the Goosebumps series was ruining him. Yeah. And I think it made him pretty pretty secure financially and in history. Yeah. Okay. Do you think Arlstein reads these? I hope not. It feels like a good principle not to read the Amazon reviews of your book. <laughs> Three out of five stars. Reading with my eyes book review. Goosebumps, Monster Blood by Arlstein. Oh, this guy. Oh my God. I read a few of his reviews. Yeah. He is involved. He's very dedicated. Thomas Dixon or something? Yeah, Hickson, I think. Hickson. Yeah. yeah. So this was really long, and I want you to note that I cut a substantial portion of it. So I'm reading mostly the beginning and the end. Monster Blood is a story of possessed flubber, not the cool flubber from the absent-minded professor, but the flubber from the movie Flubbers. <laughs> Starring Robin Williams. It's not? Every single time Flubber is in quotation marks. <laughs> Where Flubber becomes sentient beings and starts dancing. Monster Blood does not have any dancing monster blood. That's true. Yeah. But it does have some of the same traits. This book came out before the Flubber movie as well. It is bouncy. It is sticky. It does stuff to beings that eat it and it becomes sentient sort of. The real horror of the book is Aunt Catherine, who is deaf and can't read lips or sign and has basically no filter and seems a little psychopathic. That's the real horror? Apparently. She saved the day. Um, so th <laughs> this is this is the recommendation, the sort of conclusion, you know, TLDR section of the review. If you thought the flubber with Robin William is better than the original absent-minded professor, then you might like this story. I rated this book three out of five stars. I will continue to read more Goosebumps books by Scholastic Inc. Well... I guess that was a pretty big oversight for us to not mention Flubber as a relevant <laughs> intertext yeah. to Monster Blood in that they're not similar, but both have green slime. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. I mean, we're learning. Yeah. Okay. So this one, I'm going to admit, I mostly pulled because you wouldn't like it. Oh, no. Is okay. it about Andy? Yes. Okay. Five out of five stars. Huh? Evan and Andy... Together with a two, forever with a four. <laughs> I really love this book a lot, but you know what would make the Monster Blood series better is if it, Evan and Andy develop feelings for each other. As they get older, Evan can't stop thinking about Andy. They start falling in love with each other. In their hearts, they know they love each other. That's the full review. Um, I mean, I would watch a remake of Chasing Amy <laughs> that was Chasing Andy and was about Evan. I would watch that. And that sounds kind of like what's being described there. I don't know if that's what this person had in mind, but sure. Okay, well, <laughs> thank you for sharing. <laughs> okay, um, so last one. Five out of five stars, Monster Blood by R.L. Stein is the title of the review, not the book. <laughs> the story is about a guy named Evan who bought a can of stuff called Monster Blood. The Monster Blood that Evan <laughs> bought kept getting bigger and bigger. It completely filled up a trash can. Wow, that is big. <laughs> yeah. That's bigger than me. Then it turned into a big monster and tried to kill Evan. My favorite character was Evan's aunt, Catherine. I related to Catherine because when she opened the door to see Evan, she had blood on her knife. <laughs> Wait, you related to her because of that? Yeah. yeah. This scared Evan, and I like scary things. 
My favorite part of the story happened when the monster blood bounced, making squishy noises, trying to kill Evan. The way Evan escaped was by running away. I think the book is very exciting, and I would recommend this book to people who like adventure and can handle scary stories. I love the subtle diss on Evan. The way Evan escaped was by running away. <laughs> it's true. Just clocked that one. Yeah. So it, it seems to me that review and some of the other ones I saw, I think maybe some school teachers assign their students to write Amazon reviews. That must be it. Yeah, because yeah. there's a lot that are by children. Yeah, it's like this feels like a book report, yeah. Shall we move on to mm-hmm. Say Cheese and Die? Let's. I have two here. First, Amazon customer who did not give their name gave it 1.0 out of five stars. Titled the review, A Bad Book with Bad Story. <laughs> A Bad Book with Bad Story. Don't waste your time on it. Instead, read Cuckoo Clock or Why I Quit Zombie School, Horror School, etc. They are far better. Bo Wilson, on the other hand, gave it three out of five stars. This book was of the normal. Nothing really good, but fits my standards. Well, this book is about this boy who went into this abandoned warehouse and found his Polaroid camera. He took it home with him. When he got home, he took pictures of his family and friends. The pics were normal at first, but they started to make the people look dead in the picture until they disappeared in the pictures. I think this person didn't read the book. I don't think so either. I think they read the cover and was like, here's your book report. Yeah, I don't think Bo did uh, Bo's (laughs) homework. But the same thing was happening to the people in real life. Their souls were trapped in the camera. (laughs) You definitely did not read the book. No. (laughs) Will he ever get his family and friends out? Find out yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Because I didn't. Yeah. So, reviews of Curse of the Mummy's Tomb. Ah, takes me back. Yeah. One out of five stars. Worst Goosebumps book. No. Yeah, I disagree. Yeah, I hard disagree. Gabe was so cool. So I disagree there as well, but I don't think it was the worst. I'm not even going to sugarcoat it. I hated the story. I've never seen stupider kids in a book in my whole life. (laughs) Fair (laughs) enough. I was screaming at them every moment. They were so disobedient, and honestly, I was rooting for them to die, lol. Well, I don't think being disobedient was the stupid thing they did. That's how they saved themselves. Yeah. Also, there was hardly any mummies. So yeah, this was a fail. Mm. So then we have three out of five stars. Parental TSTL was a little too much for me. Too stupid to live. (laughs) As much as I love all things Egyptian, I have to say this isn't one of my favorite Goosebumps books. The idiot adult syndrome runs a little too high for my liking in this one. For instance, right at the beginning, Gabe's father asks Gabe how he thinks the pyramids were built. His father then reminds him that the Egyptians didn't even have the wheel. Now, I don't know if this was an editorial oversight or a comment on just how dumb Gabe's parents are, but they're supposed to be successful business people. I think those things aren't mutually exclusive. Yeah, they sell, like, air conditioning. Like, I think refrigerators, maybe? Yeah, why would they know <laughs> if the Egyptians had invented the wheel? Yeah. I get it. The kids are supposed to save the day and all, but this one goes a bit too far to make the parents look incompetent where the kids would have to step up and save the day. It just ended up being a bit too silly for me. I can take some silly. I wouldn't be reading Goosebumps if I couldn't. But this one's at the top of the ladder. Gabe is a bit of a whiny brat, and sorry is the spoiled brat. Neither exhibited real redeeming qualities at all, and while there's some growth, I think it comes too little and a bit too late. It's got some good, exciting moments when you don't know if the kids are going to make it or not. With R.L. Stein, that's not always a given. No matter what R.L. Stein says, it's not. <laughs> but Mummy's Tomb isn't the top of my goosebumps list. Thankfully, there are a ton more to make up for that. This person sounds like a very defensive parent. Like... This person sounds a little bit like me, actually. <laughs> uh, what's TSTL? Like, too I stupid mean, to live? What's like, that from? That's something I would say. I don't know. What's that from? I don't know. Why did you know it? Uh, context. What? How did you get that from context? <laughs> Idiot adult syndrome. But TSTL is I've heard that expression, too stupid to live. From Reddit or something? I don't know. It just sounds like this person is 
a parent who doesn't like seeing depictions of parents being stupid and thinks that kids who are smarter than parents are brats. Mm -hmm. Oh, so with TSTL, so it stands for that, but there's a Christian youth camp version. Do you want, do you know what it is? The savior trains leaders everywhere. (laughs) The sky's the limit. Oh. Yeah. Also, it can apparently mean to say the least. The sky shouldn't be the limit if you're going to heaven, right? Shouldn't it be... No, it shouldn't. A short stop on the way? Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. That's something. I feel like with these reviews, we're getting a real window onto the critics' psychodrama Mm -hmm. more than anything else. So finally, let's end with Let's Get Invisible. James Simpson, top 1,000 reviewer, gave it three out of five stars. (laughs) This is actually not unlike your flubber one you read. (laughs) So uh, the... Title of this review is Pretty Average as Far as Invisible Man or Child Adventures Go. This person's very interested in the invisible genre, which I didn't realize was a thing. Bit disappointed in Stein with this effort, compared to other invisible man, parentheses, boy slash girl, adventures, this story is pretty mild, entertainment and thriller-wise. Stein is one of the better horror scary story authors out there. I just expected more. I love the disappointed dad routine. Yeah. Expected more from him. Yeah. It's almost as if the invisibility part of the story is only even there as it is needed to tie the reason for Max, his brother, and friends to hang out around the mirror the chances to have fun with the characters being invisible just aren't explored. One sentence. We, the reader, only have one experience of a character doing anything with the unsuspecting public, and that was very mild indeed. Plus, Stein takes the lazy option of food eaten, clothes and hair and everything else, turning invisible as well as the human, which again misses the reader out on opportunities for funny or interesting situations with the characters, especially since Max, the main character, it's about to get weird, Alyssa. Now it's getting weird? Especially since Max, the main character, would have to have been naked to fully be invisible in the same room as girls that go to his school. Inclu- <laughs> wow, this did get weird. Why are you... Not, f- no, not in a way I was prepared for. No. <laughs> Including one he thinks is cute. The author could have let the reader have a lot of fun with something like that. Uh... James, no, honey, that's not how children's literature works. <laughs> what is this, Peter Pan? Yeah. The- yeah. James Barry, yeah. There are just a lot of areas this story could have gone that it didn't, which make it disappointing being such as simple and uneventful storyline and how predictable is the ending as well, right? Like, what's more predictable than there being dark halves of yourself in a mirror that try to suck you in? Yeah. Yeah. I've um, seen it a million times. And then this person ends with a list of, I think, 12 books that are the best reads in the invisibility genre. <laughs> okay, my final review. Rajesh G. gave it four out of five stars. And... The title of this review is, Now You See Him, Now You Don't. Are you ready for the review? I am. Finally, Lefty Became Righty. (laughs) (laughs) See, that one R.L. Stein would have appreciated. I think R.L. Stein might have written that. (laughs) (laughs) Someone who gets my work. (laughs) It's me. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so Goosepunks, those were, um, you know, what some of the other Goosepunks out there think. Yeah, they don't know they're goosepunks, but some of them are. Some of them may be goosepunks. Some of them don't want to be. If we read your review today... Uh, Thanks us... for being a good sport. Yeah, I hope you're being a good sport. Let us know if, if your thinking has changed at all. And goosepunks, if you have your own commentaries or reviews on any of the books, we want to hear your thoughts as ever, as always. You can get in touch with us on Twitter and Instagram at Say Pod and I. 
You can also email us at saypodanddietgmail.com. And be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. Yes. Give us five bewares and a glowing review. That's right. Talk to you Monday. Listeners beware. Send us more scares. Ooh. Ooh. Good boo. Good boo.